It's Tuesday, June 14th, and this is Brian with the Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. The stock market sell-off deepened Monday with the S&P 500 entering a bear market as investors took another look at Friday's red-hot inflation data and liked it even less. Faced with rising chances of aggressive monetary tightening by the Federal Reserve, investors broadly unloaded risk. The S&P 500 took a major hit as 495 of its 500 components ended the day lower. The index fell 151 points to end at 3,749. The declines left the U.S. stock benchmark down more than 20% from its January record, sending it into bear market for the first time since 2020. The Dow Jones Industrial Average dropped 876 points, and the Nasdaq Composite declined 530 points. Meanwhile, a string of troubling inflation reports in recent days is likely to lead Federal Reserve officials to consider surprising markets with a larger-than-expected three-quarters percentage point interest rate increase at their meeting this week. Before officials began their pre-meeting quiet period on June 4th, they had signaled they were prepared to raise interest rates by a half percentage point this week and again at their meeting in July. But they also had said their outlook depended on the economy evolving as they expected. Last week's inflation report from the Labor Department showed a bigger jump in prices in May than officials had anticipated. Two consumer surveys have shown household expectations of future inflation have increased in recent days. That data could alarm Fed officials because they believe such expectations can be self-fulfilling. The Fed raised rates by a half percentage point at its meeting last month, the first such increase since the year 2000, to a range between 0.75% and 1%. The Fed last raised rates by three-quarters percentage point at a meeting in 1994 when the central bank was rapidly raising rates to preempt a potential rise in inflation. Around the world, gunmen killed at least 55 people over the weekend in northern Burkina Faso, authorities said Monday, the latest attack in the West African country where mounting violence is blamed on Islamic extremists. Suspected militants targeted civilians in Setenga in Sino province, government spokesman Windkuni Joel Lionel Bilgo said at a news conference. While the government put the official death toll at 55, others put the figure far higher. Attacks linked to al-Qaeda and the Islamic State group are soaring in Burkina Faso, particularly in the north. While no group claimed responsibility for the weekend attack, conflict analysis say it was likely carried out by the Islamic State group. Back in the U.S., massive floodwaters ravaged Yellowstone National Park and nearby communities Monday, washing out roads and bridges, cutting off electricity, and forcing visitors to evacuate parts of the iconic park at the height of summer tourist season. All entrances to Yellowstone were closed due to the deluge, caused by heavy rains and melting snowpack, while park officials ushered tourists out of the most affected areas. There were no immediate reports of injuries. Some of the worst damage happened in the northern part of the park and Yellowstone's gateway communities in southern Montana. National Park Service photos of northern Yellowstone showed a landslide, a bridge washed out over a creek, and roads badly undercut by churning floodwaters of the Gardner and Lamar Rivers. Dozens of stranded campers had to be rescued by raft in south-central Montana. And SpaceX moved closer to trying to blast its massive Starship vehicle into orbit 
after U.S. aviation regulators concluded that the company's plans wouldn't have a major environmental impact near its South Texas launch site. The Federal Aviation Administration's decision is a win for the Elon Musk-led company as it works to show the rocket system can work as expected. SpaceX has said that Starship, which consists of a vessel that goes by that name and the towering Super Heavy booster, would be the most powerful launch vehicle ever created. SpaceX aims to use the system to deploy satellites for its Starlink satellite internet service and to conduct deep space missions, among other potential flights, the company has said. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. These headlines were brought to you today by Podmeo. Start your podcast easily at podmeo.com, the world's number one podcast hosting. Subscribe to this daily morning brief on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and themorningnews.com.